Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We got some memorial news. You know, we've got to... Let me just read you these funny headlines now from... um, um, yeah, thank you. And and uh, you know what people were most excited about Meghan Markle? They noticed at the Invictus Games, she got to wear what used to be her signature red lip. You are oh. not allowed to oh. wear red lipstick she, as a royal. She also had jeans on. Oh, I well, love she, it. But yeah. that wasn't lovely. You couldn't wear... There's some kind of... A, a lip rule. A lip rule. That's crazy. And she looks so good in a red lip. She so really she does. does. So people were celebrating that and pointing out, and they were quite right. She has not been seen in a red lip since she married Harry. This is how detailed oh, crazy. that life is. Wow. And how how detailed viewers are to watch and point out everything. But still, the, how thing. would you yes. like to be told you can't wear that color lipstick? I mean, you would chafe. Yeah. At, right. You know, at that. I know. What do you mean? I can't, you know, like who even came up with that? Oh, probably something to do with linens and leaving an unsightly lip mark on a tea <laughs> teacup and wine. You know it's what I mean? Get out. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so here are some of the headlines. Okay. Prince Charles may well allow the Sussexes to be part-time royals in due time. If he had any sense in his head... Start today. Yeah, right. Bring Start back. right now. Bring them back. Start today. Um, the Cambridges are on an increasingly shaky ground on the global stage due to their Caribbean fiasco. That's right. Yeah. How many islands can, said that they were going back to just being their own island yeah, and I saying know. goodbye to the monarchy? Oh, they should have never Three gone. They lost a whole territory. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> Meghan Markle looks like a lot of people. Biracial. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that one we could have written. The Queen Elizabeth reportedly asked the Sussexes to come back for the Jubilee. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And the other royals are worried that the Sussexes will hijack and overshadow the Jubilee. Oh, do you like I was just calling it the Jubilee? Jubilee. Okay. Um, let's see. Dutch, Duchess Meghan accused by Pierce Morgan of barbs when thanking veterans for their service. Oh, honestly, now, why does he hate her so much? He does that though. he could find a like that she was <laughs> making digs at the like the, anyone would ever do that. That is just and that's her husband's. Yeah, you know, like I'm out here to make digs at these handicapped people that, that served, served in for war. war. Yeah, at my husband's event, we yes. call it disabled, Julia. Yeah, yeah, that's the you word know. Now. I'm sorry. Yeah, and yeah. um, 
just to, oh, oh, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I'm speaking for people who are disabled. They prefer that word, yes. too. Or remember, we learned about. There, There's another one. There is another one. Abled-bodied disabled people. Oh, don't even do no, that. No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting, <laughs> no. getting out of line. Okay, Katie Nickel. <laughs> Prince Harry suggested that he and William should get a mediator, a counselor. Well, they should. I, I think that's... But isn't tomorrow the big day because Prince Harry and Meghan are sitting down with Hoda Kotke on the Today Show? You know that. That's been everywhere. But Julia, I might have been watching the Johnny Depp oh, no. trial and Time missed to the brace. Show. Here's the headline uh, that okay. you missed. Time to brace for bombshells. Prince Harry will discuss his surprise visit with the Queen and life with Meghan Markle, yeah. Archie, and Lilibet in this, today's show interview yeah. with Hoda. This is going to be nothing but softball questions, softball is. answers. But that's tomorrow morning on the Today and Show. And he certainly will not be talking about William in any way, shape, or form. No way. Now, Buckingham Palace is trying to bury the Duchess Meghan bullying inquiry. Remember when oh, yeah. the Palace Insiders were going to investigate her for bullying and then everybody who was part of, like, so supposedly bullied by Meghan have quit the Palace. Yes. And don't want to be associated. And so now they're trying to, I think, say that in a roundabout way that that was never happening. But they made a big to-do about that. Yes, they did. Honestly. Honestly, this is all happening. Well, so now there's I, oh, Wait, there's more. There's there's more. Let me give you one more. bit took her first step. Oh, I, she did. Prince Harry told People Magazine that. I just heard that. Right. And then tomorrow morning's Today Show thing. Okay, and then, well, we'll um, be watching. But it'll be very... I bet it's going to promote, like, their Archwell, talk about the Invictus Games, the beauty of having the second child. Oh, it'll just be... The weather in Montecito. How the queen was. You know. All good stuff. All that good, good, good stuff. All that great stuff. Um, I didn't realize that there was going to be a TV series about Angeline. Now, you remember one of the first times we went out to the... L.A. for the Screen Actor Guild Awards. We were on Sunset Boulevard, and there was a very buxom oh, blonde in yes. a pink convertible. And I'm like, oh, that's Angeline. And at the time, 20 years ago, she might have been 60, but she's been around Hollywood Ever. forever and periodically would put up these billboards. And mm-hmm. she had she almost looked like Mamie Van Doren, which is a if you look up a bombshell of a certain age, uh, Really big, huge, natural, like 44D breasts. Angeline is more plastic virgin, Mamie Dorman, Dorman, Dornan. I think Mamie is still live at 90 and quite sassy on Instagram and Twitter. But Ange- 91, actually. Good for her. Mamie Van Doren. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. 91. She's very, I'd love to run into her or Angeline, but I said to her, I said, I don't know why she's famous, but she's famous. I know. For putting up the billboards where Emmy Rossum is playing her in a limited series that's going to be on Peacock. So that's I love coming. it. Yeah. So and Angeline, Angeline driving her pink Corvette and wearing something where the top was just showing her bountiful bosom, and she kind of uh, she reminded me a little bit of that redheaded lady that we used to always see too. That was one of the first people on the red carpet that was just there because oh, yes, just because yeah. Some people would just show up because yeah, and she was just they famous were poser. for posing. Yeah, yep. All right. Anyway, so we're we, that's they had a premiere peacock. because I saw some of the pictures about her. You did, her. yeah. yeah she would just rent billboards that. Of these sexy pictures of her and just became famous in them. And she would go to hangouts. You know, people would buy her drink and pose 
photos and who knows how exactly she earned all of her money, but she just was wanted to be famous. As many people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As many do. And I'll tell you about that in random, how right. they all want books written about them as well. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. It's random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So I was telling you about how um, people want a book written about them. That one in three millennials believe that they should have a biography written about them. Oh, dear. <laughs> and this I matches just, the I expect to be famous. Yes, the I expect to be famous uh. thing that you talked about. Um, okay, so I yesterday was talking about watching an, something of, of an affair or whatever that thing was with... Um, uh, but, but, but Sienna Miller and Michelle Dockery. Oh, Anatomy of a Scandal. Anatomy of a Scandal. And I was in, she's, um, Michelle Dockery's character is a barrister. And I said, why do they still wear the white wigs? Don't oh, yeah. you think that would have been antiquated and out of date now? So I'm just going to update you. I did my research. I did see Michelle because she was on a morning show today and they showed a clip of her in her barrister wig. And then she puts it in the wig box when That's she's done. Nice. So here's the deal. In 2000, originally why in Australia and in the UK. Head lace, right? No, well, originally it was for that, but then it became a thing that law is blind is the concept. The law should be blind to race, ethnicity, social standing, net worth. And so they didn't want, they wanted everyone to look the same. So that was why they did it. Because could women always practice law? Way back no. then, or ever, no, it, it had, was open to no, everybody. It was but, not open to everybody, but, but they, they didn't wanted, want anyone to they be influenced by a hairdo. by anything by <laughs> hairdo to show that you had more money than just they didn't want it. They wanted everyone right. to look the same, and so um, in two thousand and seven, they did rule away with the barrister wigs for the most part. Um, they were no no longer required for civil or family court appearances, um, or when appearing before the Supreme Court in the United Kingdom. However, they remain in use for crime cases. So that's what they do. And a barrister is a type of lawyer, mm-hmm. but a lawyer is not always a barrister. And you can go look up the rest on your own. Okay. Okay? That just... Because uh, Amal Clooney is a barrister. Yes. And so she... She never wears that wig in to court, but once she's in, in the court... When you're in court, because everyone has them in their wig head. box. You yeah. see it? Yeah, yeah, they just plop it on. It just makes everyone supposedly be from an equal playing field. Okay, so, and then I talked about the London Bridge being moved part of it to Lake Havasu back in the day. Remember? Are we revisiting that from huh? yesterday? Are we re- well, revisiting Well, there was that? something else that was about it, but they, I'm not going to tell you. All right, never mind. Well, tease us like that. Now, Grant, she's got to tell us. Yeah. Well, there's a plaque that they moved to talking about all how bad Jack the Ripper was. Because the London Bridge was the scene of all of his crimes. Mm-hmm. So they have a plaque for all the people that Jack the Ripper got. Yeah. So you can see that. You can Lake go on a Jack the Ripper tour. That's yes, you, cool. Yeah. Yes, you can. You're right. They've had that for years. Really? Yeah, because like all the buildings, are there, everything is still there. Mm-hmm. And here and this. and They kind of have some cool things. Like we talked about the noses. Like you can go around and look. They did like noses that you can find on different buildings all through London. Oh, Remember yeah. when I told you about that? Mm-hmm. So there's some funny little tours that you can go off the beaten track. Paris has a nighttime tour of like uh, all the psychos that have lived there because of how it's been around. I mean, there's some good 
There's some good, interesting walking tours yes. available in all these cities. And even the one, I went to one in Seattle where Seattle was built above the original Seattle. Yes, and you can an see that city. Yeah, in downtown, you can see part of the underground. Isn't it over in that bar area, that cute bar yes. and music area? What's it called, Lori? It's it's down from the water. It's not downtown proper. It's like um, more closer to the stadium. Yes, the football stadium. stadium. It's got a name. Pike's. No, it's down from Pike Place Market, but it does have a name. Something alley. Yes. Something but I can't alley. Think of it. And it's full of music places. Yep. And there is that underground city tour. That underground tour. city tour. I went on that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. There's, there's stuff people, to do. People are making travel plans. Yes, they are. You know, the mass mandate uh, was ruled uh, like... Uh, during flight. During, during flight. The yeah. day yesterday. And originally Delta had said that they were going to wait and see what the... Uh, federal government mm-hmm. said, but I think that the Biden administration uh, you know, went through a court process. It was almost to the end of expiring yep. anyway. And people are like, ding dong, the mask is gone. The mask they is were, gone. And yeah, they were, uh, the flight attendants were like celebrating, like wh- like whipping them around like they were. Well, they've had to wear them for, for exactly, years yeah. and that's their job. Yeah. And like I know Casey and I just flew to Hawaii and that's um, a long. It's a, it's a long time. And, you know, and I feel like for like Casey and I's opinion, you know, we're like, well, we're vaccinated and boosted. I would be more worried if I wasn't vaccinated sure. and boosted. People about will worry about it will still wear them if they want. Yeah, yeah and some people don't worry right. about it at all. But um, there were people who were upset that they were on flights, that they announced yes. it midway. That upset I can people. understand why not wait for the landing. It's one more flight. I mean, that's silly to me. Yes. Kind of. Yes. Yes. That because, seems weird. Because it was one way. Because it'll cause an uproar. It, it did cause an yep. uproar. Yeah, they People were, were really upset with all the different airlines yeah. that they were yeah. on. I actually thought Sun Country had the best statement mm-hmm. about it because Delta referred to it as a seasonal virus. Oh. And people were not happy about that. And Sun Country had like kind of a thing basically that... You know, we've appreciated how everyone has, you know, worn these masks. And don't worry if you still want to wear one. Um, you get to. Yeah, they they thank their uh, customers for yeah. their patience and masking up. It's optional now. We look forward to seeing your smiles on board. And encourage kindness and respect for those who continue to mask. 100%. They had the best of any yeah. of the airline statements. Yeah. Delta calling it a seasonal virus was just like that PR person might not have a job today who wrote that. And then I was talking to someone who's a teacher at Minneapolis schools. They were so excited that they get to finally, for Mm -hmm. the first time in two years, get to see the kids smiling, you know, the faces. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. People are relieved. Okay. Yeah. Um, the world's oldest dog is Toby Keith. He's 21 years old. Whoa. 21 years and Whoa. 66 days. His owner is adopted him. No, it is a chihuahua. Okay. I was going to say, it's got to be a little dog. They 21 li- years, though. That's... Oh. Well, they live between 12 and 18 years. Mm-hmm. And um, its owner, Gisela... Shores says people can't believe how good he looks for his age. People say the same thing to me when they find out I'm 92. (laughs) (laughs) The picture of the dog, he he seemed to be, you know, wasn't a lot of white, you know, he was a white dog, so you couldn't see all like the white hairs, but he was a cute dog. A cute dog, but Bluey, an Australian cattle dog named Bluey, lived for 29 years and five months. Wow. That's starting to get into parrot territory. Yeah. Okay, does this sound good to you guys? We were talking yesterday about the Cleveland Guardians where um, Tom Hanks flew out the first pitch. The Guardians is the new name of the Cleveland Indians mm-hmm. baseball team. Um, they have a new drink, a Jägermeister cold brew slushy. Oh, I don't think that sounds good at no. all. I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm not hating on Jäger, but that's a that's a shooter. Yes, yes because it's cough yes. medicine. Yeah, like. I'm not trying to take a summer. This sounds like <laughs> they I want people to get like wasted. Bowl, an ice, something that sometimes Some lemonade. people do. Yeah. Or something. Jagemeister. Jagemeister and a bunch of ice. And mm. coffee. I mean, Ugh. it sounds like a... Well, if you want to stay up. Well, wait, this is with a buzz. It's a rowdy, buzz. It's a rowdy, it's a rowdy <laughs> up, too. That's it's a rowdy cup of coffee. You give us... Some good couch. We had double good couch last night. We had Julia Roberts on Colbert, and we had Kaylee Cuoco being absolutely darling with um, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel last night, and um, so Callie, you know, is promoting the flight attendant comes back. Julia, when is it coming back? Oh. This week on HBO Max. On HBO Max. Oh, so good. And um, anyway, so she was talking about, you know, first she told a very funny story about being cast on Curb Your Enthusiasm this past season where she played Vince Vaughn's girlfriend, who's an eye doctor, and Larry's having eye problems. And she was so excited because kind of she'd heard around Hollywood that it's a big deal if he offers it to you something, but, you know, there's no scripts. But she <laughs> couldn't really believe that, you know. Yeah. And so she's like, I'm, she's telling Jimmy, I don't, you know, I, I don't know anything about being an eye doctor, so I thought surely they'll send me something. And sure. then she imitates perfectly Cheryl, who played Larry David's wife, and she's still on it. She's married to the Kennedy nut. Yeah, Cheryl Hines. Cheryl Hines. And she imitates her perfectly <laughs> and says, if Larry likes what you bring to the table, he'll give you the hug at the end of the of the okay. thing. And so she gets to the set, and she's like, Larry, I don't know anything about being an optometrist. He goes, I don't know anything about being an actor. <laughs> So she just so there, and that was a very funny guest turn on this past season of Curb yes. Enthusiasm. If you haven't seen it, and then Julia, she turns her attention to talking about your girlfriend, uh, your the girl. flight attendant, 
And Jimmy Kimmel wants to know about Sharon Stone because Sharon Stone is playing her mom. Yeah. So here we go. Sharon Stone plays your mom on this season of the show. Yes. How did that happen? That was amazing. So she was a fan of the show. She loved season one, and she heard we were casting my mom, and she actually called herself. She called casting and said, I'd love to do this. Really? Yes, and casting called and said, we had a voicemail from Sharon Stone, and she'd love to do this. And I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> this can't be real. I found out it was, and she wanted to do it, and we actually got in touch with each other. We sent some texts, and she's like, I... I just love the show and I'd love to dive in. I said, this is unreal. And we did the deal and all of a sudden she was in front of me and there was my mom. It was nuts. Nothing I had ever imagined would happen. I love that. I know it. I, know I love it. that. And I love that she just called. Yeah, that she herself yeah. called. Yeah. And, um, and then here she is talking about um, apparently... Uh, we're going to find out with our flight attendant, you know, Cassie, why, why is she such a drinker? Why, what is, what child, is there any childhood? That's what I'm assuming. We started seeing a lot of it, weird stuff last year with the flashbacks the and dad, everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, the flight attendant, the, from the book, it's just the general premise takes from the book and there is no second book. So they're just, you know, writing for the ca- yeah. character of Cassie. And I think maybe that's why there's. Her mom slaps her, but here she is talking about the slaps. We had these very intense scenes. Before we started the scene, she sat me down and she said, hey, how do you feel about me touching you in this scene? I said, whatever you want to do, Sharon. You are Sharon Stone. What you do is you do what you want to do. So we do the take, and it's this very long emotional scene. And at the end of the scene, she's supposed to come up and say something very serious to me and walk out. She's supposed to say, I like you but I don't love you very much. So she says this line to me and she grabs my face and she whacks me. I know! (laughs) Hard? Like like for real? Oh, no, real. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. And first of all, the reaction was about as real as you could get. And I I have like snot coming down my eye and I'm crying and I'm like literally shaking and they're like, cut! And no one moves. No one makes a sound. No one knows, is Kaylee happy? Did she tell Sharon to slap her? So Sharon comes back and she goes, oh my God, I love you. I didn't mean to do that. It just felt right for the scene. I said, that was incredible. Like, whoa. I just got bitch slapped. I walk out and the producers come up to me. They go, that was unbelievable. Like, but should we tell her we got it? We don't need to do another take. Like, we got it. I said, listen, I'm going to bet money. That woman's not slapping me again. She's not going to slap me again. Like, we got the money take. That's, that's, that's her Emmy win right there. So they're like, so you don't want us to say anything. I'm like, no, do not tell Sharon Stone not to slap me. She's not going to do it again. Right. So we do another take. She comes up to me and she wails on me again. And they get another incredibly real reaction because I just got slapped a second time. She comes back in. She's like, I'm so sorry. Just felt right. And I'm like, and now everyone's like not looking at me. They're unsure. Like, did, did they talk about this? So I walk outside again. It's literally like Groundhog Day. I walk outside again and I'm kind of holding my face and the team comes out again and says, we got it. We should say something. I'm like, Sharon Stone isn't going to slap me a third time. <laughs> even on me the last take. The camera one wasn't my shit. It was not my close-up. So I'm like, she never. She did. Do the take again. She gets right in there and I'm literally like looking at her like. And I'm like, just get in there, Kaylee. She's not going to slap you again. It's okay. It's okay. Get in there. 
slaps me again. (laughs) Three times I got slapped. That is unbelievable. That's awesome. Because one close up was of her and one there, but <laughs> she kept referring to her team. Because remember, she made so much big bang money. Yeah. She's got a team of people around her and she's executive producing this show. Right. And so um I love that the the team, the team she made reference and I thought, oh, how amazing to have a, a, a team. team of people. And she looked really cute, although, again, I'm telling you, these 80 boxy suits are being worn um, by people who didn't have to wear them originally. (laughs) Um, But she looked darling. She had a long braid, but she just was really gave great couch. That's a great Sharon Stone um, story. story. Three times. Yeah. And, you know, because Sharon Stone has, uh, you know, talked about how Paul Vanderhoeven, the director of Basic Instinct, told her that they were getting a glare from her white underwear right. when they did that interrogation scene as Catherine Tramwick. Not that I know okay, her that character's name. Okay, that was a name. deep cut. Oh, Lori, you are so in love with this woman. I know. it, And, and the, he said, we're getting a glare from your underwear, but we won't see anything. And, you know, she said how, like, she called her lawyer Marty Singer. Yep. And wanted to know if she could stop because she was just like, they they misrepresented. But now, in hindsight... You know, she said for that character, who, by the way, spoiler alert, she's the psycho. Um, it seemed I appropriate appropriate that right. she would try and do this reverse right. thing on the detectives who were grilling her. And how Michael Douglas didn't like her very much oh, during no. the filming of that. Because no. she... She gets into her characters now that we know all all of this. She just gives it her all. She's amazing. Oh, look at you. Then yeah, then then next time Jared Leto we talk about him getting into his characters. She doesn't she doesn't go method and stay in character all day. Like him in in this Moribus, the vampire movie. I know. Grand got such bad ruse. He was so method because a vampire like he was getting pushed to the bathroom. Right. He pretended he yeah. was he couldn't. He wore, yeah, he couldn't take his even his clothes off. Clothes off, his, so his costume off. So they literally brought him into the bathroom, undressed him, so he could go to the okay, bathroom. Okay, that's just. I just yeah. think that's crazy. He, but he, he just stays in he does. his character. He does. Crazy. I think it goes a little. Sharon bit. just was like feeling it in the moment, and imagine she's saying to her daughter, "I love you, but I don't like you very much." Whoa. That's like when a, a, a someone who you love. No, I like you. I thought it was the opposite. No, I I love you, but I don't like you very much. That's worse. Well, here's what I would always say to my kids. I love you, but I don't like your behavior. Right. That is something to say. (laughs) That's a parent thing to say, but yeah, I don't like you. To say a mom to a daughter, I love you, but I don't like you. Woo. A lover, I like you, but I don't love you. Woo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It can, you know, whatever. But anyway, that starts this (laughs) Thursday. Whoa. HBO Max. And the only thing I wish that Callie would have said is that um, when she, Kimmel asked her, how did you find this book? And she said, I loved the cover and called my team. And I said, buy this book. And I hadn't even read it. I just, it had a blonde woman on the cover. And it was just amazing. I'm telling you, covers sell. That's right. But she didn't mention Chris Chris Bohalian. And listen, she's going to want an option if she hasn't already. The Lioness which is coming out in a couple of weeks, because that was between the, the Lioness and the Barons, 
Those are my top two books I read in my month in Hawaii. I mean, The Lioness is so Am I bringing that to Vegas with me for the plane ride? Yes, yes, yes. All right, fine. Because it's about a Hollywood actress in 1964 who brings like nine people on her honeymoon to a safari in the in the Serengeti, so I was kept going, Callie, say Chris Bohalian's name. You need to say his name. You're going to want to option the lioness. Mm. Somebody's going to buy that book and get going. Chop, chop. You wiki, know, on wiki. That, chop, chop, wiki, wiki on mm-hmm. the adaptation because it is it's so, good. so It's as good as The Seven Lives of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, when is that ever coming out? Well, that, that they're filming that. I know they're they filming are. that. Anyway, so that yeah. was the good couch of Kelly Cuoco. And she even said, too, that in a clip that we don't have time to play, but she said that that was not in the script. The slap? The slap it was wasn't? not written mm-hmm. in there. And the that three times. All three of them. It was never intention. It was supposed to be an intense moment with a conversation with a dramatic moment uh-huh. at the end. And that's why she asked her in the beginning. She said, hey, can I touch you? But didn't tell her she was going to slap right. her. Didn't say anything. Right. And she probably th- thought she was going to grab her face yeah, or something. So that was all improv on Sharon Stone. Bringing well, in the we're going to be watching bam. for that scene. And they, she did say that that will 100% be coming up in the episode, Please, obviously. Please, Sharon Stone, go on some late-night shows. It'd be <laughs> great. Sharon. Oh, Lori, she Sharon. will. Oh, she just doesn't do enough of those. Really? Yeah, I know. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak uh, somebody's ex-wife marrying somebody from this world. <laughs> <laughs> what are we laughing at here, oh, guys? There's, this, there's oh. this tweet out there that said... It's a guy getting a cup of coffee from a takeout window, and it's a uh-huh. view from inside the cafeteria or whatever. And it's an old man, and the quote is, um, "Sam Elliott put his mustache on wrong this morning, and it's like looks like two mustaches on his eyebrows. eyebrows. It's just <laughs> it's like our, it's like our mustaches for, our nipples. I, for our nipples. It yeah. is. I forgot about the mustache nipples. I have to retweet it because it's just so funny. Oh, Oh, gosh. gosh. That is so funny. All right. I am intrigued by whatever you teased us with, which I can't even understand. Phil Collins' ex-wife, whom he was married to for like, uh, I don't know. A while. Quite a while. Yeah, they were married. Um, She has a new husband, and he's, you know, she's 48. So Phil is, you know, 70-something. And um, so she married when he was she was quite young. Yeah, she secretly met this guy. She secretly wed him in 2020 in Vegas with no prenup, and she's moved him into the mansion. Right. Uh, that that uh, she kicked her out. Kicked of, her out. He but she went back in. That's right. And um, anyway, she met him on on a male escort site for women called Cowboys for Angels. <laughs> what a great name. I love it, Cowboys. Yeah. So if you're looking for a mar- cowboy or for, an angel. Well, no, it's it's like uh, women. Wealthy women? Is yeah. it wealthy women? Pretty well, much. I mean, I think Cowboys for Angels could be anybody. It's a wealthy woman who might mistake her male escort for the weekend as future husband material. Right. And now they've married. Now they have married. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's... Um, She's they have sound like they have a very turbulent relationship. They've they've already um have have separated. Um but uh he 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 threatened to slice off his wiener last year oh, after geez. he returned home. Anyway, there's a lot of a lot of bad juju now. He says uh, this woman married him. 
ex, you know, she's got a black belt in judo. And anyway, things have gone south quickly for the marriage, the Cowboy for Angel escort marriage. It has. Yeah, it really has. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, things have turned sour you have, in just a mere two years. <laughs> <laughs> After knowing I, each other for just a little bit of time. Imagine that. Uh, Meanwhile, Phil Collins is somewhere sipping tea. And or, I told you so. Yeah, I and get him so. out of my home. And I and <laughs> this this uh Oriana, This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Anna, yeah, the, the angel, wife. the wife. Mm-hmm. She's not the mother to Lily. Right. She's the second wife. She's the second wife. All right. Okay, so um, breaking news. Uh, a source connected to Angelina and Brad with knowledge tells TMZ right there. I'm going to Hollywood speak that. A source close to Brad All right. leads to TMZ um, that Angelina might be suing the FBI as Jane Doe filing for a Freedom of Information Act about what happened on that plane Uh in International Falls. Now, why why is Brad... Because Brad is the one that has TMZ on his side. He's a Warner Brothers star. Laura Wasser is tight, tight, tight with Harvey Levin. Why is Brad... Because this is a Freedom of Information Act that's been filed anonymously by someone as Jane Doe. But why? Why would he leak this? I don't think he did. To get ahead of a story. That's why. These two hate each other so much. He's not even thinking clearly. A judge signed off on a request for a Jane Doe who says it's for the impact on the privacy of her client's minor children and she will not let him have any access to those kids ever but 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 we don't know if it is even angelina and all i can think of is that it must be angelina because brad pitt is the leaker to tmz via his attorney laura wasser angelina is doing this but why is he telling us there could be absolutely nothing there to find and then i'm thinking guilty conscience why know, is he what? telling us this? Because the family flew from the France to International Falls, which apparently gets a lot of private jets. Okay. They like to they, clear in customs, the, customs, yeah. and they don't want to go because it's Paris to New York is you know three hours. They right. want to get halfway if they're going right. to California. Right. So International Falls is where this incident happened in 2016, and. Uh, you know, the the pilot, uh, you know, they had to call child services. The FBI got involved. They closed the case and blah, blah, blah. But 
the Jane Doe wants to understand the investigation and obtain information necessary for her children to receive medical care and trauma counseling. Okay, this is already ha- this was six years ago at this point, wasn't it? I'm so sick of this case. <sighs> I'm, I, you know how I feel about it. I can't even talk to you about it. So no, because I, I, I just don't understand why Brad is. Leaking I don't this. believe that he. Well, if he's leaking it, it's because he's just furious with her that she will not ever let it go. He made a mistake. He's done the counseling. He's done all the retribution. Let me see my bloody kids and quit positioning me as the bad guy. Yeah, I think they get it. I think they see the kids 50-50. I, I think dis- that was the last thing. I disagree. Thing. No. I disagree. When the when he no longer had to see the kids. I don't with know. A, with I just a, think she's horrible for a therapist. Him with the kids. Oh. She's just... Yeah. Okay, Mary J. Blige is giving an interview. You know, she's going to be, I think, honored at the Billboard she is. Awards. She is. And um, she was asked a question about uh, uh, kids. And she just said, I didn't want to have to tend to someone all the time. And I knew that. There you go. No, but they never ask guys this. Why do they always ask women if they don't have kids? Doesn't that kind of bug you sometimes? It does. I, I would agree. They never would ask agree. a man who hasn't had children, why haven't you, you had children? started a family. Yeah, what was your reason? And it was on that E! News Daily Pop, and it wasn't anything, it wasn't anything, um, you know, shady or anything. But I always think, you know, they don't. They I, don't. I would agree. It always be... seems like a, a woman's thing. Yeah. Yep. Child-free people don't need to give anyone any explanation because most people can't handle the truth. Like Mary J said, I didn't want to have to tend to someone all the time. People are like, oh. that's why I don't get a pet. Why get a pet? They're like children. Mm-hmm. You really have to make a commitment. Yeah. And it and I already had my kids and a pet mm-hmm. at the same time and two of them. Yeah. And it's like I think it'd be, you know, great company, blah, blah, blah. But it is like taking care of another person full time. Yeah. And when That's you're why single, I, why do I want that? Yeah, I never I always same. I, I felt that same way when our family dog died when I was twenty five, <laughs> Misty, black mist of Sir Lawrence. That's what my dad named him. You and I are so close. Mine was Missy. Not Misty, Misty, but we are Springer so Spaniel. Springer Spaniel, black yep. and white. Lived to be 15, got Mom. him when I was 10. He came to Japan with us. and Another connection we had. Never got, weird. my dad refused to, you know, neuter Black Mist of Sir Lawrence because it would take away his personality. Yeah, it does. And, and so we literally... For at least eight years of that dog's life, me and my mom, while my dad would be at work and my two sisters would get calls from neighbors to come and get our humping dog off of their dog. <laughs> my dad's out there with the hose trying to get your dog. I mean, we would carry Oh, I would die. Oh, I would be mortified. He would hump our friends at the bus stop. He was I'd be just, mortified. He was, but he was so cute. He was a black springer with just a white patch. He was so pretty. Oh. But after but that really, dog died, Julia, I was so sad. And I thought, that's it. That's the last dog that I'm going to have in my life. But you never even had it as your own. It was your dad's dog. How, well, your family dog. How yeah. old were you when you lost him? Lost she I was, was 25. 25. She hadn't lived at home since she was 8, No, 19. I didn't move oh. out until I was 21, Julia. All right, so I you did have to walk Another weird thing, I, 24, when Missy, not Misty, but Missy, Misty. my black and white oh, Springer Spaniel. Why don't you I just move them together? Yeah. Get a room, you they two. Live a, that's a long time for a Springer, 15 years. Yes, yeah. And my dad was always convinced years. it was because he didn't snip his balls. 
It does. It, it, it's if you do it, if you wait longer, it does help with the development of the dog. Now, if you leave them on, it is the best thing you can do. But the funniest thing is, my dad was gonna he's gonna be hunting dog. So excited, he didn't listen to the experts, and he brought mm-hmm. Misty out, Black Mist of Sir Lawrence, brought him out, and then that dog. Um, became afraid of gunfire and fireworks. Back, back. Fireworks. We lived in Japan. First year in Japan, they placed fireworks all summer long. He went right out the picture window. The first sign of the fireworks. Bam! We paid for hunting classes that lasted two minutes. Yeah. Gone. Same thing. Oh, oh and my and my dog's got the college, uh, you know, bachelor. They've got the PhD. My hunting dogs. Yeah, they went to school. <laughs> They're forever. Yeah.